The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk. You've been testing the Samsung Bespoke Jet vacuum cleaner. Yeah, and this is of all the devices to pass the news talk floor and land on my desk over the last number of months. This caught the most attention from people sitting around me because cool looking. It's very cool looking. It wouldn't be out of place on a tr- on a ship on Star Trek. It doesn't look like a traditional vacuum cleaner. It is a cordless vacuum cleaner. So, you know, the device itself looks standard enough. It has the clear canister that the dirt goes into. It has a lovely little LCD screen on the front that, or LED screen on the front that lights up and tells you how much battery is left. But the point of difference here is that when you finish your vacuum cleaning, you put your vacuum cleaner onto a tower that comes in the box. Mm -hmm. You sit it in, you press a button and it sucks the dirt out of the vacuum cleaner and puts it into a traditional vacuum bag, essentially. So I, I'm a devil for this. With the vacuum cleaner I have at home, when I clean the floors and then you take the canister to the bin to try and throw it out. And you get dust all over you. The crap goes everywhere. And then you have to redo with the process and it's painful. This eliminates all of that. It comes with different heads. So as I mentioned there, there is the traditional vacuum head. There's also a head that has spinning uh, sweepers. So akin to what you'd see on on the street sweepers, it has two of those brushes that can go onto the front and it can mop uh, and clean your hard floors. There's a small little bottle that comes with it that you put your water into so you can trigger the water to go out. And it is excellent. There are three different settings on the vacuum cleaner. So there's sort of the minimum, there's the mid setting and there's the maximum setting. And my biggest pain point with this is that when you are doing the maximum setting, you only get 10 minutes of battery life. I just couldn't be dealing. Now, the good Mm. thing is that it does come with two batteries um, in the box. And there's a gorgeous little stand that all the attachments for the vacuum cleaner stands on. It is like a piece of art, this vacuum cleaner. Um, they, They stand on, but it can also charge the spare battery. So while you're using one battery in the vacuum cleaner, you can have the other on charge on this lovely little device. Okay, how much? No, don't make me say it. It's expensive. So look, the pricing ranges quite dramatically from, I I looked around online, from €569 to €799. You're buying a work of art. (laughs) (laughs) You wouldn't want, to be fair, it is lovely, but I'd want to do my laundry and make my dinner as well for that kind of money. It is a beautiful device. If you have absolute notions, then go for it. I love the idea of me not having to empty the canister. I think it is very useful, but just be very, very savvy with where you buy it if you do buy it. People are going to spend nearly €800 on a vacuum cleaner. They probably have a cleaner. Well, I know people who spend like 700 quid a month getting extensions in their hair. So, you know, people spend okay. money on all kinds spend of things. Spend your money how you wish. Exactly. That's the message from Jess Kelly today, today's sermon. Yes. Now, um, what's the best robotic vacuum cleaner under 200 euro, if there is such a thing? I don't know that you get a good look very often in some of the supermarkets that have that lovely middle aisle you will get an absolute deal um, the performance does vary I had bought one from Amazon that had you know four star reviews all the rest I got it and it was rubbish I do think you'll probably need to spend a little bit more because what makes a good vacuum cleaner is not only the suction power and the power of the device itself but it's also the sensors around so it knows where to go so I think if you could push up your budget ever so slightly uh, you may be able to get a good bargain but in in terms of brands, it really does depend on the space that you have um, and how often you want to be using it.
Does anyone still make an iPhone or a smartphone of any kind with a home button? Since I upgraded my phone, it takes so long to get back to the home screen. I give up and I use the landline. It would be useless in an emergency. I could die slowly before I could find a way to call 112. Now, what they mean there, I think, is the dial screen. Yeah. You know, your original phone had buttons. Yes. And and letters attached to those buttons as well. But the point is, now it's all done Touch screen, touch. Yeah. yeah. Now, you can still buy, and I actually saw entrepreneur Pat Phelan post about it over the weekend. He's bought himself an old school buttoned Nokia phone uh, for his weekends, which I think is a great idea. So you can still buy those traditional phones. What I would recommend you do, and this isn't being facetious at all, but I would head to YouTube and I would watch some of the video tutorials for shortcuts in terms of using your phone. It, depending on the phone that you have, uh, if it's an iPhone, for example, you can program the side button to trigger certain actions when you yeah. press it. So there are shortcuts that will speed up uh, a lot of what you can do. You can also trigger the voice control on your phone. So I, I wouldn't write it off entirely and I certainly wouldn't be allowing yourself to, to die slowly before figuring out how yeah. to use it. I would give it a go, but there are plenty of tutorials online. Uh, my phone is a Lenovo Motorola, which I've had for seven or eight years, so obviously I love it. I'm concerned about getting a new phone because I don't have a clue about transferring photos, especially those of my grandchildren and my son's wedding photos. I also don't know how to transfer saved data on my drive. I've asked in several stores, only to be told that they only give advice on the brands they are selling, um, such as Vodafone or 3. Any advice would be appreciated. Yeah, so I'm assuming that your device runs Android and that is the operating system. That's the, the the system that makes it all work together. If that's the case, you have a Google account because that's necessary to, to make the phone function. So if you go into your settings and if you search for, just type in the word backup um, and if you follow the steps to back everything up to your Google Cloud, when you get your new phone, if you log in with that same email address, the majority of your content will be there. Also, they've changed things in the last number of years to make it even easier. So say if you go out today and you buy a brand new phone, regardless of the brand or the operating system, it'll prompt you, do you want to transfer from your old phone to your new phone? And that will do everything from your contacts and your photos to your apps, everything in between. The only thing I'd say is you'd need to know your login details for your Gmail account and then any subsequent accounts if you don't already have them automatically saved. But it's not as arduous as it once was. Uh, What good laptop stroke computer do you recommend for a Leaving Cert student? Her older one is an Acer, but she's very techy. And is there one that's better for a person with myopia, someone who's very short-sighted? Mm. Uh, well, the good news again is that the accessibility options and offerings on laptops has gone through the roof. So there are plenty of um, tweaks that you can make to any device. I think Acer and Asus are two brilliant brands, particularly for somebody who's in education. Um, they are hard-wearing brands, so they will probably grow with her. If you wanted to go for something that's slightly more portable, maybe look at the Microsoft Surface Go. They are slightly more pricey, uh, but the beauty of those is that they are fully touchscreen enabled so she could pinch zoom and so on as she goes along if she needed to. Two questions. Uh, Looking to buy the S23 Ultra smallest memory. Uh, Should I hold out, as it will come down in price, uh, buying SIM-free from an electrical retailer or will I buy it now? Is that better? Is it better than the old Z Fold Samsung phones? Um, The two models on the market, please. Thanks a million.
so the Z Fold or the Flips, um, they are the foldable phones from Samsung. They are entirely different products because they do have that bending screen. Um, they're expensive. They're expensive. And also, as much as I would absolutely love to go out and buy one, I've heard mixed reports in terms of the long wearing nature of the foldable screen. So that's just me personally. The S23 is an excellent phone. It's a severe increase in terms of the S22. I think it's great. But just again, shop around and be aware of the of the price comparison. Lastly, and very briefly, what's the best app to block ads? They're very annoying. Oh, again, I, I don't want to recommend a particular one. I think if you have the option of paying for premium subscriptions, I pay for YouTube Premium, for example. It's 11 quid a month and it means I don't get any ads. I'm reluctant to recommend uh, specific ad blockers because I do think that it's a bit of a grey area in terms of uh, I suppose the impact that that has on the businesses that, that are utilising those ads you can turn off specific ad tracking so you're not getting personalised ads uh, but in terms of an ad blocker it's not really something that I'd recommend Jess Kelly thank you very much for joining us The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance weekdays at 9am on News Talk.